is Trey. Thank you for joining us for a Thursday edition, the traditional day of Q&A. We are doing a double edition this week, uh, in part because nobody liked the ideas I had for my podcast, and in part because we had a number of really good questions, and Mary Langston already thinks I take way too long to answer the questions, and she did want a six-hour podcast, so... We divided them. We have some of them on Tuesday. I hope you heard that one. If you didn't, go back and check it out. And today is Thursday. Uh, college football on tonight and a couple more days. Uh, got a chance for my beloved South Carolina Gamecocks to hopefully get back to 500. That's right. It is football season and we made it. Uh, we did make it. It was a very difficult opening weekend for me, um, mm. which I've I've been, well, I'm still under the care of physicians who have encouraged me not to talk about it, not to think about it. So I'm I'm not I'm not gonna talk about it and I'm not gonna think about it. And I wanna honor the advice. I have a team of physicians that are tending to me because it was a really bad weekend. So uh, every member of my team has has advised me just to look forward, look to the future. Well, we will look forward into the future. And on that note, we have lots of great questions. I always look forward to hearing what's on people's minds and hearing you answer their questions. So we'll go ahead and get started, Trey. We'll start with a question from Joseph in Wisconsin. He writes, my favorite president was H.W. Bush with his compassionate conservatism, his kind spirit and his respect for even his political enemies. Can you give me anything to cling to that might make me hopeful for a return to those days? Joseph from the great state of Wisconsin, I was just in your state. No, it's beautiful. It was uncharacteristically warm the day I was there. Mm. Felt awful, awful for my wife having to go walk in 100 degree heat to get me something to eat for lunch. But I'm, I'm going to tell you, Joseph, it was just too hot for me to get out. I mean, I, I couldn't <laughs> possibly do it. So, I mean, I hated I hated that she had to do it. But uh, <laughs> George H.W. Bush, Compassionate Conservatism, I remember it well. Uh, you're asking for hope. I am not known for my hopefulness, Joseph. Uh, uh, that's, that's not usually what people reach out to me for, but I'm going to make an exception um, for you. I'm going to try to be hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that we go through cycles in politics. Um, I am not a fan of the current cycle. Um, but necessarily, there's a new one coming. And there's going to come a point where the primary voters realize they don't have to choose between character and competence. You can have someone whose policies and personality you agree with. You don't have to pick. You know, right now, the word fight is used a lot in politics. People say they want a fighter. Now, rarely do the politicians you know, say exactly what they're going to fight for and how they're going to do it and what victory looks like. Um, I I long for the days where, you know, it was also okay to be a thinker. Um, You could like think first and be strategic about the battles you did pick and then strategic about how to win those battles. Um, So we're just, we're, we're in a very challenging cycle. I, I think, we will get out of it. We'll get out of it and eventually start seeing, you know, serious people rewarded. Uh, you referred to, you know, kindness and respect for 
political enemies. I mean, right now that's not done because there's a reward for not doing it. Um, be it, you know, the bases reward it. Um, who was it? Um, trying to think. It may have been. Uh, I'll probably get it wrong. Uh, I'll probably so I, I won't. I won't guess who it was. But there was a prominent Democrat who referred to Mike Pence as a decent man, and he was pilloried by people on the left. I mean, that's not like the greatest compliment I've ever heard in my life to be a decent man. But he was pilloried for it because it was perceived as being like a nice thing to say about your enemies. Same would be true on the other side. In fact, on the Republican side, I mean, God help you if you say something nice about a Democrat. I mean, half the Republicans can't find anything nice to say about other Republicans. You've got all these tests. And the amazing part is the people who are applying the test can't themselves pass the test. Hear all this talk about, I mean... You know, Christian nationalism. I see a lot of the nationalism. I just don't like see any of the teachings of Christ, not coming from the people who talk about it. But Joseph, this is a cycle and we will be through this cycle. I got some very good advice from someone from Wisconsin who encouraged me early in my career to be where the ball is going. Do not be where the ball is. Move to where the ball is going to be. I mean, imagine football with a quarterback who throws the pass even before the wide receiver breaks his route off and begins to turn out towards the sideline. The ball's already in the air. You're going to where the ball should be and is going to be. Populism just kind of says, where's the ball now? Let me go repeat back to people what they want to hear. Let me say that I'm pure and nobody else is. Um, that's a bad cycle we're in. And I can't wait till we're out of it. But these things go in cycles. And George H.W. Bush lost his bid for re-election in large part, I think, because Ross Perot ran as a third party. Um, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I know they will. I don't think any candidate even got 50% of the popular vote. I think Bill Clinton was elected with less than 50% of the popular vote because Ross Perot pulled off enough support that George H.W. Bush did not win, but his son went on to serve eight terms. Now, would George W. Bush be nominated now? Nope. Neither would Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan wouldn't be the nominee right now in this cycle. Abraham Lincoln wouldn't be the nominee in this cycle. But there's another cycle coming. So, Joseph, my hope is that, I don't know how old you are, but my hope is that you and I both live long enough to see the next cycle. Well, thank you, Trey, for that advice. And thank you, Joseph. We will continue to look forward. Our next question is similar, and it's from Antonio. He asks, why are truth and honor virtues rare in politics? Oh, Antonio, I don't know. I mean, people you might want to run for office don't want to run. They don't want to stay if they are there. They'd really do rather do anything other than be in this current political environment. You know, many in politics and around politics are motivated by factors that you would find repugnant in really any other aspect of life. But for some reason, we like tolerate it in politics. Winning has become more important than anything else, than everything else. It's more important in character, consistency, competency, integrity. 
politics right now is about fame and it's about winning. It, it's really performance. I mean, <laughs> I'll be careful what I say here, but 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 I listen to people talk and espouse positions of conservatism that they don't even believe. It's certainly not what they say in private. It's not what they do in their private lives. Mm. It's just they're you know, like little little puppets that you can kind of like a I guess like a parrot or like a Reese's monkey that you can just kind of train to repeat back certain slogans and you know that's on us honestly it's not on them I mean I I have no interest I mean it's not I can't help if a Reese's monkey or a parrot runs for for office it's my fault if they're elected so most of those who are outraged or out act like they're outraged by this or by that and this modern political environment that we're in, they don't even actually practice what they claim to be outraged by in their own personal lives. So truth, honor, fairness, that's what I'm looking for. When will it be back in politics? As soon, Antonio, as we require it. And right now, if you're winning... Um, we don't require it. And winning and and like being well known, being notorious, those are the those are the two things that are rewarded in politics right now. And certainly not truth and honor. Um, but as I said to Joseph, that will change. It's gonna have to change, or we are Headed towards a not great place. I mean, already. How many? How many of you thought about running for public office? I mean, honestly, how many people listening have ever said, "You know what? That looks that looks like a lot of fun. Let me go do that. Let me let me get there." And and it's it's it's. Look, I wrote about this in my book, my second book. Maybe people wearing your own jersey that would disappoint you the most if you were there. And I don't mean disappoint you with their policy positions. I mean disappoint you with their utter abject lack of character. But I better move on before I say something that I don't regret, but still before I say something. Well, thank you, Trey. And thank you, Antonio, for that question. We'll answer more of your questions when we come back. Our last question is sports related, and it's from Tony. He writes, do you have a fantasy football draft or team? If not, who would be on it? Um, I don't, Tony. I had a, a fantasy baseball team when I was in law school, and for several years thereafter, kind of weird to think back on some of the guys that were in that fantasy baseball league with me. They went on to be like very, very successful. I mean, some of them are judges. They, they, you know, some of them very, very high positions in politics. So I probably should have stuck with that fantasy baseball team. I might be better off if I kind of stayed in actually I have stayed in contact with them. We just don't have the baseball team anymore. My son does do fantasy football. I got other friends that do it. I never I never got into it. I think my wife would tell you that literally the last thing he needs on earth, the last thing he needs is something else sports related to dedicate his time to. <laughs> I think if you were to ask her Okay, what's the last thing he needs? You could say an abacus. Some people would say an abacus because he is so bad at math. That would be the last thing he needs. Some people would <laughs> say, it, you know, 
a self-help book because, you know, he's not going to read it because <laughs> he, he's OK with all of his bad habits. But my wife would say the thing he needs the very least is another reason to dedicate his life to sports. <laughs> now, what I'd have to figure out is the scoring method, Tony, and that's that's where I, you know, I'm, I'm assuming a defensive touchdown or special teams touchdown. That that's a lot of points. I mean, passers over 300 yards, but how you take interceptions away? I can't give you the players that I would pick unless I knew the scoring and how the how that worked. Mm. You know, my temptation would be to take a bunch of Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, here's what I'm not good at. I'm not good, which is why I've never bet on sporting events. I, 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 I can't bet on sporting events. I never, I wouldn't, number one, because my wife would kill me. But number two, even if I managed to escape that, I could not make money off a team I love losing. So if I thought South Carolina was like going to not cover the point spread against Furman this weekend, I could never bet on Furman because I, I never would want to bet against a team I like. Mm. And I would never want to like bet against players I like. And I like the Dallas Cowboys. So I might get back into baseball because Cincinnati Reds are doing better. Might do that. I don't have a I, I live vicariously to my son. He's got a team and I like to ask him how his fantasy team is doing. And, and you know, he's got more time for that, I guess, probably, sort of. Or maybe he's just a better manager of his time. Well, thank you so much, Trey, for answering all these questions today. You're very welcome. It runs the gamut between compassionate conservatism to why Trey won't go ahead and waste the last 30 minutes of his day and, and play fantasy football. <laughs> I mean, he wastes so much out to the rest of his day working on his golf swing or something else. Why not go ahead and waste the last 30 minutes and have a fantasy football team? <laughs> well we hit every area Trey and I appreciate you answering them and y'all thank y'all for sending us your questions we hope you'll keep sending them our way and I guess we'll see you next Thursday we're gonna do that and who knows maybe one of these Thursdays or Tuesdays we can switch it up I can ask the questions Mary Links and you can answer them I miss asking questions that was a very fun chapter of my life when I got to do that so maybe we can flip that around and somebody will send me some questions and I can ask them of you. Well, easy that might ways. be the, <laughs> yeah, no, that I might mean, be the shortest ones. thing ever. No, I mean, these would be easy. Like what's the origin of evil? Oh, very easy. <laughs> or is, in, is infinity a number or a concept? I was thinking, you know, do you have a fantasy football team or something <laughs> like that? Oh, no, 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 no. All right. I hope everybody has a great week and you too, Mary Langston. Thank you. Y'all have a great week. Bye-bye. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. 